<laughs> no doubt. Everybody, welcome Channing Tatum to the podcast. Thank you, it guys. So it's, uh... to yeah, it took too much. We had to pay him a lot of money. I'm a hot commodity. <laughs> yes, you are. No, I, uh, I'm honored, guys. I, I really appreciate you having me on the podcast. I, uh, I've really looked forward to this, and uh, should be a lot of fun talking talking about the great movie, The Batman. The Batman, one of my favorites. One of your favorites. Channing has bias, though. That's okay. Yeah, that's okay. All right. It's okay. <laughs> I have I have bias. Is that right? Yeah, you do. Christopher Nolan and, and uh, the Dark Knight. <laughs> it's totally that, respectable. It is beyond respectable. It, it is great. It, it is. That was definitely one of my my favorite movies, and I might go as far as to say that that is my favorite movie of all time, The Dark Knight. But I really enjoyed this this Batman as well, and it's. Uh, I think it's only natural to compare, but at the same time, I don't think it's fair to compare movies. But I think this movie in its own right was was great. So solid, solid. So today, fans, we got a we got a solid episode for you. We're each going to tell two of our favorite scenes from the Batman. We're going to talk about what the movie could have improved on and where we think DC is going to go next with this new Batverse. Yep. So without further ado, we're going to let JP start us off. Oh, no. <laughs> Dang. All right, well, my two favorite scenes, um, probably one of them. I can't put this in an order. These are not in, like, uh, greatest to worst order. But uh, I love the part where he jumps off of the – I don't know what building it is. The GCPD building? The the GCPD building. And he has that, uh, uh, the, what's it called? The the wingsuit. The wingsuit. And he's flying through the city. And I just thought it was crazy. Like, he goes under this bridge and he just, like, um, rolls over and he's, like, fine. And I'm like, how, how did he make that fall? And, well, it's because he's the Batman. Um the another part uh that i liked a lot let's see um uh how about i don't know give me some time to think about it why didn't why does, why <laughs> does it Channing take it or you take it right Channing? you can take one <laughs> absolutely i really like that scene jp so you're starting to stop um I uh, I would say that my my favorites uh, well the the first of my two favorite scenes is uh, his opening monologue about the bat signal and yeah. how that is a, a symbol of fear and um, you show the thugs that are around Gotham and you can see them looking in the shadows getting scared thinking that uh, Batman was there and I just thought that was awesome. And then he um, says, but they're mistaken. I am the shadows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was like, just when you think there isn't anything new that you can add to Batman, it's just little touches like that that I really enjoy. Yeah. yeah. I would agree with, with both JP and Channing. 
Uh, there are a lot of really good scenes in this movie, so it's hard to just narrow it down to two, but I'm going to bring out my five-year-old little self, muscle cars, <laughs> penguin getting scared. My all-time favorite scene was the music is getting intense and you start to hear the roaring engine of the new Batmobile. I know people hate on it. It's not the Bat military vehicle and it's not the tank. The tank. It's not Ben Affleck's whatever you wanted to call it. Um, but this Batmobile was super epic. And so I love this little chase down scene between Batman and the Penguin. You are at the edge of your seat. Everything's exploding. You know, your little boy brain is like, oh my gosh, this is like the cartoons. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and so you're going crazy. You're thinking, oh, Penguin's doing all Penguin kinds of things. And then you have Batman catching up. And then Penguin goes, oh, I got you. I got you. And out comes the Batmobile out of nowhere. Hits the car, rear ends the car. And this just reminds me of a quick memory, but JP was playing this game with our cousin where he had to crash a vehicle and JP couldn't crash a vehicle. So maybe watching the Batman would help him crash this vehicle in this video game that our little cousin has. But once the penguin flips over, the music is going and you have Batman walking out. That to me was a pretty much a pretty good epic Batman scene. No, oh, yeah. I, I think uh, Channing can agree that that was probably the best. Yeah, you know, I just didn't want to be that guy that took that right off the bat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, would you do that, bro? Well, I, 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 the only excuse that I have is it was my favorite scene, so I have to talk about it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, it, it was pretty epic. I mean, I understand why people are like, it's not quite the, the tank. But once again, like, that was as cool of an introduction as you could have had to the, to the Batmobile. So, I think uh, did he? Uh, I'm not sure. There was like, it was around like the first 30 minutes, I think maybe, where we got like a glimpse of the engine. Was it a? It's when it comes home for the first time with the song. And was it like an airplane's engine or something? Or he was just working on it. I don't. I feel like he said what it was. Anyhow. Just uh, that was a side note. Um, so I guess the, the the other scene I would say was my favorite was um, it was at the end of the movie where um, um, he uh, he's so Riddler has uh, his goons. I don't know how else to call it. Goons. I uh, think he enunciated the good part. Goons. Okay. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Um, and, uh, he's like, uh, like he's falling at, well, he's, I don't know how to say this, getting unconscious. Like he's, I don't know how to say He's that. slipping away. He's slipping away, but then he takes the adrenaline. The adrenaline like, shot. Ah, and he like saves Catwoman and then he's just like, bomb, 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 bomb. And he is a commissioner. No, he's not commissioner Gordon. He's Lieutenant he's, Lieutenant Gordon has to stop him, and then that was that was pretty epic. I don't know. That just felt like really real. Like I I could really see if someone was a vigilante at night, they're not like Superman, they're not superhuman, and then they have to take that. You're about to slip. You're about to fall unconscious, and you can't save somebody. You gotta you gotta take that five hour energy times infinity. 
<laughs> I hope I didn't. I, Channing, I think I took that. Uh, this, the I don't know if you were gonna mention that scene. I'm, I apologize in advance. We should have talked about before what, what <laughs> scenes we were gonna talk about, bro. Uh, you, you know, we have the great problem, and, and that is that uh, there's just a lot of great scenes to choose from. Yeah, so yeah. there's uh, there's definitely not a shortage. So we're we're lucky there. I would uh. I would say that my my second one uh, that I that I really enjoyed, and this is probably uh, a lot of people probably wouldn't have pointed this one out, but I certainly liked it. And that's the scene where Batman goes to the Iceberg Lounge, and he knocks on that door, and one of the twins opens it, and I just love how the Batman's like, "Do you know who I am?" And the guy's like, <laughs> "Oh, I know who you are." Yeah, and then yeah. he closes the door, and then opens it again, and his other twins there and you just know some stuff's about to go down. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we were, we were treated to a pretty epic fight scene at the iceberg lounge, which uh, I just thought was awesome. Take it easy, sweetheart. Take it easy. Yeah. That was, that was not a good impersonation. No, I can't do the penguin. Yeah. Come on, Alma. I know. I mean, if you got to <laughs> think about it. <laughs> Oh, just to just to add on to uh, that scene that you just uh, mentioned, it, I think it was around the end where like Batman comes back and he like knocks and the twin. One of the twins opens it, and he sees nobody, and he goes outside, and then and then Batman closes on him. <laughs> that, was, that was pretty funny. That that was pretty funny. Batman learning. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't want to waste his time and energy that second time around. <laughs> Yeah. We keep repeating the phrase like there's too many good scenes to pick from and you know beating a dead bush here but one of this I guess to me my second favorite scene would be the whole montage of the end where at the beginning you were talking about chanting that the bat symbol was a symbol of fear but then Batman learns for himself that his symbol is a symbol of hope so the whole epic of him leading the people away uh, from danger from saving people and him riding off into the sunset with his um, bat cycle, I would say is my second favorite scene, just the embodiment of what the dark Knight really stands for, you know, and not, not crossing over to Christopher Nolan territory, but you know, that commissioner Gordon's speech about what a dark Knight is, it kind of made it reflective of me of, of that final montage and, and Matt Reeves as Batman. So that's what I would say is my second favorite scene. Nice, nice. Yeah, that's a nice. I like that. I like how we bring it all back together with that. I mean, I, I, I think that was ultimately one of the main messages of the movie. It was just the, the hope that Batman brings to, to this corrupted city, which is Gotham. <laughs> Decrepit. Good word. To not use a, not to use good <laughs> word choice. So before we like all start spewing down what the movie what, what the movie could have improved on. Um, let's just let's just get out of the way now. Ready? I think Channing knows where I'm going with this. JP is kind of looking like oh, I'm not sure what you're thinking. I'm very confused. He's very confused. Let's hear it. Uh, let, <laughs> let's just let's just say right now. This is not Heath Ledger's Joker. Let's put that out of the way, and let's also say that we're not ready for whatever Matt Reeves has in store when it comes to this Joker. I'll put it nicely. You guys can put it bluntly. But um, I just want to mention that before we talk about what we didn't like about the movie. 
So is there something you wanted to say about the Joker? I know Channing does. <laughs> Channing, you, you, you say what you need to say. <laughs> I'm curious to know. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing. It's just, it's, it's not fair at all to compare Jokers. Like what Heath Ledger did, I, I don't think anyone will ever be able to, to like reciprocate that ever again. Uh, and uh, I think the Joker movie that they came out with fairly recently was pretty dang good. But in the end, I don't know if anyone will ever accept Joker. That's not Heath being played by Heath Ledger. Um, I think my main qualm, I don't have anything really with this movie because we really only, we just got a little, uh, like we got a little hint that, uh, a little teaser that Joker is going to be in the next movie. And so my, my thing, my only qualm with that is that I'm just curious to see how they're going to work Riddler and Joker together because those are pretty big villains and it's going to be a lot going on. But for this movie, I thought that I thought they did great. So that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> you can you can express anything more you need to say if you really want to. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I'll, I'll just keep it at that for now. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, uh, it 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 will be very interesting how they have. Uh, two giant villains in one screen, uh, Joker and and Riddler, because I I felt Riddler this one was, uh, you know, he was a scary dude. I don't know if it's called a sociopath or a, a psychopath, but he he did that really well. Um, but um, did you want to say something about Joker? I mean, the only thing, because if you watch the extended clip, you get a little bit of more of him. I think he did a really good uh, acting performance. I'm just, you know, we we need to get used to this Joker. He kind of laughs like a little kid. So, <laughs> uh, we'll have to get used to that is what I was, I was just trying to say. Like, there are a lot of people out there who are probably not liking the choice. He doesn't seem like a very mature Joker, you know. Yeah, well, it it is uh, kind of interesting. Like we saw, he said uh, in the beginning of the movie, uh, it, it's Batman Year Two. So I don't know what, what I mean. Matt Reeves. Well, he did say he wants to focus more on the villains instead of Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is this was one of the movies where like Batman had the least dialogue compared to anyone else. So. I don't know. Yeah. But that's, I mean, that's all I wanted to say just to get out of the way because we probably have a lot of listeners who are, you know, Jack Nicholson fans. (laughs) We just have to understand that these aren't the same Jokers. Just like how Channing was saying, there's nobody who can really replicate what a certain Joker does. I don't know. I I, I will, I I think uh, um, everyone knows that Heath Ledger was the best because the only reason why I say this is because I, I listened to this uh, sport, a uh, soccer channel. Uh, soccer and, and Batman. Sounds about right. <laughs> so, those, go, those go to, together pretty well. <laughs> but uh, uh, some of these guys are older guys. Like, they were, like, uh, I guess they, uh, 
a bunch of soccer analysts and um and they kind of talk about how Michael Keaton's Batman and Joker were like really good in their time but when they saw Heath Ledger, Heath Ledger they're like oh he's undeniably far better than than um the Jack Nicholson yeah. so well I would say some people have the complaint that the movie was too long. I can see where they say that. Uh, our sister fell asleep when she watched it, so yeah. she woke up and she was like, "It's still playing." <laughs> um, <laughs> but I guess for me, I always like in our last episode we talked about how this Batman is very much a very close iteration of a comic book Batman. So my, I guess my um, plus for the movie is also my negative. I would say there wasn't enough of that comic-esque to the movie. Mm. You know, we, we still had that very much, um, could this place be real instead of, because I don't want a Tim Burton kind of, you know, Michael Keaton Batman. That's not what I'm talking about. Yeah, that was weird. But I am referring to the fact that, you know, if you watch any of like the animated Batman films or watch any of the Kevin Conroy animated films or play the video game, that you get, oh, this this feels like Gotham, you know? So for me, while they did a good job overall giving us a more comic book-like Batman, I think it still missed a lot of elements of the comic book. We're almost there, but that was something that I didn't like about the movie. Yeah, it was it was close. I mean, they uh, they definitely focused a lot on Batman in this movie, which which I liked. Um, not to keep comparing it to the Christopher Nolan Batman, but I feel like in the previous movies that we've we've watched and gotten used to, it focuses a lot on the the villains and of Batman's, and justifiably so. I mean, he has some awesome villains, but um, I just want to preface that in the end opinions are a lot like the costumed identities in Gotham city. Everyone has got to have one. And, um, I would say that for me, if I had a critique of this movie, (laughs) I just remember the scene where, uh, you see Alfred looking through the mail and you can see Batman, you know, he's understandably concerned because he, he knows that, uh, Bruce Wayne's the next target. And, and so what, what I didn't understand uh, say it again sorry no i i think i think you're uh gonna say sorry i didn't mean to cut you off but you were gonna say well maybe that he should have known that well possibly yes but yeah i think you're spot on it's just that how did alfred not suspect anything from the <laughs> suspicious envelope when he's literally <laughs> been studying the riddler this whole movie so that was my yeah. That was my thing where I was like, how did he not expect <laughs> something? I mean, I know he threw it in the end and that ended up saving his life. Thank goodness. But I was just, I thought it was a little bit of a slow reaction considering how much he had been studying the Riddler. Yeah. Cause uh, he, uh, I think Batman always showed him like the letters and certainly Somehow I didn't recognize it. Yeah. Man, that's a good point. I didn't think about it that way. Because you're you're I'm focused on the emotional side of it, Batman crying, Alfred. Yeah. <laughs> thinking about what you're saying, Channing, it's like, oh yeah. Suspicious package. Ooh, let's open it to the Batman. Very cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just imagine Smeagol going, 
Ooh, process. That's exactly what I envision as well. <laughs> um, JP has a really hard time coming up with these because I think JP is on borderline giving this movie a 10. So when JP gives a movie a 10, he has a really hard time critiquing the movie. Well, uh, it was not perfect. Uh, but I mean, uh, the greatest thing about it, okay, one, when, when the trailer came out, I was like, I think it's a little too soon. Couldn't they wait a few more years? But then finishing the movie and walking out of the theater, I was like, that was an amazing take on Batman. Um, very close to um, the, de- the detective and they kind of dived into the fear factor. Uh, of him like it's just a little different way because Matt Reeves has a different way of uh, directing um, but I mean the thing I would predict the most is Catwoman I don't know why she needed to be in the film uh, that's me uh, I think she was a nuisance in the film <laughs> <laughs> I just I, I, I it's just a it, Lately, with uh, with uh, the long Halloween and all those movies they've been putting on HBO Max, it's always Catwoman, and I'm like, what is the big freaking deal with Catwoman? I don't know. So I may not share this with uh, diehard fans of Batman, but I just it was like, why did you need to be? It, it was weird because some of her viewpoints in the movie was like okay so why are we talking about this like okay are all like rich white people like bad um we got to take their money or whatever it just yeah she was kind of go yeah i mean you saw it in scenes where batman was uh trying to get information and she would like push back on him all the time it just seemed like they could they were never quite on the same page yeah so i i get that nuisance what you're talking about (laughs) <laughs> so I'm, I'm i'm like more in the boat that i am a catwoman fan but i do see where jp is coming from where what's the big deal <laughs> <laughs> i just i don't know i had i had a good thought but then it went away so then yeah it's okay what was the next part of <laughs> he just wants to move on from cat <laughs> i don't know no, no need really, to spend more time on it she wasn't necessary she didn't need to be in the movie that's just me, but I mean, like, you can always. It's not. It's not like I have anything against uh, female super women. It's just like there's there's Batgirl, there's Batwoman, there's there's Talia Al Ghul. Uh, there's there's a lot of other people. I, I just I, I, don't well, I mean, just thinking know. about it, Catwoman has taken a really like strong lead in the comics and. Where, mm-hmm. where you know they try to appease the fans, and the, mm-hmm. you know, if you don't appease the fans, you're not going to anyone. You're not going to get anyone to go to the movie. Mm-hmm. And so, if you got a lot of Catwoman fans, you know, and you got a lot of Zoe Kravitz, Kravitz, something like something that. like that, then you know you're going to have people come in your movie. But we can move on from that, you know, to each their own opinion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, Channing, let's let's get some of your thoughts on. Not necessarily what DC is going to do next, but what this Batverse is going to do next. 
So, I, in regard to DC, I think DC is a dumpster fire. So I, <laughs> so I, 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 you know, I'm sure that I think what's keeping DC alive at this point is that they have a half decent movie with Bat- Batman. And when I say half decent, like it's a, it is a very good movie that they did with this. They did a good job. And I almost think Batman will be better served being on the, on the side, like kind of sort of attached to the DC universe, but I think if they try to bring in this DC garbage that they've been putting out as of late, it's going <laughs> to ruin this Batman movie <laughs> or this, this Batman series, uh, this actual good thing they have going for them. And I mean, Wonder Woman, the first movie was great, but then the second one was just, just awful. awful. You know, I don't have any good things to say about that, that <laughs> second movie. And so my my fear is that uh, DC is going to try to really cash in on the popularity of this movie and Robert Pattinson, the great job he did, and uh, just ruin it by having it in the DC movies. But um, that's kind of my, my thoughts with the DC and Batman. But uh, aside from DC, um, I'm really curious just to see how they move forward with this Batman because uh, we've been introduced to Joker and Riddler. And uh, we also know that uh, Penguin is still in the picture as well. So we're going to have a lot of villains. And um, so I'm sure we're going to be seeing a lot more Batman, of course, but also some uh, Batwoman action. Sorry, JP. But uh, he's going he's gonna to need all the help he can get in the future movies. Yeah, no, I agree. So I those like, are kind of my uh, thoughts. Wow, that's good, Chang. I, I agree with you um, when it comes to most of what you said. But yeah, you know, we can leave that there. But um, but um, for me, you know, JP knows this and, you know, Channing knows this too. I'm a very big Batman fan. I'm a very big Arkham kind of fan. Um, so the more comic book you go in the sense of doing it the right way, the more I'm going to like it. And so I think they've planted the seed with the Batman where they're going to focus on the villains and Gotham City like they haven't before. Like, I'm not a big fan of the Gotham TV show that they put out, um, but I think they're going to do a better job with Matt Reeves's vision because to me, and JP and I might have some bias, it really reminds us of Kevin Conroy's Batman. And when you got Kevin Conroy's Batman, you're going to get a nice looking Gotham. You're going to get a lot of good stories with the villains. And so if you expose us to the villains in the right way, which I think Matt Reeves is trying to plant those seeds, I think that's the direction, If, like you said, Channing, leaving Batman be its own side thing that they're going to do a good job with. Or just not allowing DC executives to step in. Yeah, basically. Just just don't let WB Discovery tell you what to do. Well, um, I think uh, I think we're all just kind of saying the same thing. Uh, uh, I but um, I mean maybe this is a little different, but I think uh, uh, whoever Matt Reeves is working for now, uh, I think they're just gonna go with uh, with his ideas, and they're gonna want to do what they wanted to do with Christopher Nolan, because I have, have like a ten movie saga. Um, 
be a lot of movies. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's where they're going. I mean, they might they're gonna go with the the villain, the TV show, and then maybe they'll do like big movies in between with Batman when there's like a big, uh, maybe a big team up with the villains. That'd be interesting. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's the direction they're going. I think that's a great direction Mm -hmm. they do end up going that way. A a villain team up. What would would that look like, Jenny? A Batman villain team up. Pick your villains. It would be better than anything DC could come up with. No, I'm done with the DC slander. You know? Do, you, do you know what happens when you have hate, right, Channing? <laughs> what what happens? Injustice? Uh, no, hate, hate leads to anger. Oh. <laughs> That's true. Hate leads and, to anger. And, and man. Hate, and anger leads to. What does anger lead to? Suffering. Suffering. <laughs> you know what suffering leads to? The dark side. <laughs> well, here's the thing. DC has caused a lot of its fans to suffer. So yeah, I am almost no there. exception almost to that. There. I'm no exception to that. But in regard to a team up, you know, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of good team ups that you could have, but one of my personal favorites is uh, is Scarecrow. I, I just love that. I like all things spooky, and I think Scarecrow is probably one of the scariest characters because he just lives off people's fear. That's pretty much all he is. So I would love to see Scarecrow team up with the Joker. And if I had to throw a third one in, it would be Bane, just because I'd love to hear his voice. <laughs> so. Oh, yeah. A Joker and uh, Scarecrow and Bane team up would be pretty epic. Mm. Are we limited to three? We're we're not limited to three, but I think that's a I think that's a pretty good. I think that's a big for me. But for sure. yeah. yeah, but you can as you like or as few as you'd like. I'd say a really scary force that Batman would face. Depending on the kind of movie you want to give, you put you put like Harvey Dent be more of like a thriller kind of secondary villain throughout a film, but then you have a lot of Scarecrow esque stuff, and then you got the mania of Joker. That would be a pretty scary film for me. Probably. Ooh, that that's a good one. I don't know. JP's probably thinking. <laughs> not probably thinking we took all the good ones <laughs> well i don't know i mean uh oh you want i know who you want solomon grundy <laughs> <laughs> no no I, i'm just trying to think back in the animated series i think uh i don't know what uh matt reese is thinking but maybe it'll be penguin joker scarecrow hugo strange harvey dent I can see a lot of villains like teaming teaming up, like six, or something. What about Ross Al Ghul? Yeah, yeah, he could join. <laughs> Poison Ivy. Yeah. Uh, Mister Freeze. They the could. Croc. All... Huh? 
Croc. Oh, Killer Croc. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm all these, all these. So like, I don't know. Like we 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 probably won't know who's like the head honcho, but like the TV shows could like do an episode, maybe an episode, a few episodes of Killer Croc, Poison Ivy, Penguin, Joker, Riddler, Scarecrow, and then all of a sudden like maybe Joker's behind it all. I don't know. Maybe that's too predictable. And then like, and then the movie, it's like him battling everyone. And I don't know, maybe people want to see that. <laughs> it sounds like JP wants Just, to see that. <laughs> no, no, I, I don't know. See, like I wouldn't at this point, like if I was working in films, I would not be leading uh, Batman or DC projects. So I, I honestly wouldn't, wouldn't care. The only thing I want to see in big screen is a good, amazing Red Hood story. Oh, under the Red Hood, that would be that would be good. That would be very good. That's just me. I have you seen that that animated Batman Under the Red Hood? I I haven't had the opportunity to watch it, but it sounds like I need to. You you should watch it, man. They, like I I don't even I don't want to hype it up too much, and then you get disappointed. DC garbage. This is not <laughs> DC garbage. I'm just saying if they can make this like. There's just a way with with movies, with the visuals, the music, and when they pull you in emotionally, like Red Hood is one of those stories where you should see it. Okay, everybody who 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 get to listen, watch Batman and the Red Hood. I might watch that tonight. I don't know. Yeah, it sounds it sounds great, and I mean, it's uh, there's no shortage of uh, Batman characters that aren't that aren't cool, so. That's just one that I'll get to learn more about. That's right. Study up, Channing. That's your homework. <laughs> Went well. <laughs> well, uh, this has been our review of the Batman Part 2. We are so, so appreciative, so grateful that our homie Channing Merrill, not Channing Tatum, sorry, everybody, uh, was able to join <laughs> us. Um, but it's, it's, it's no apology at all. Channing Merrill is probably better than Channing Tatum any day of the week. So, uh, we are grateful that Channing uh, sat down with us, gave us his thoughts, his opinions. Please uh, share, subscribe, help JP not cry. If there's any more rhymes that I can give. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, I really appreciate you guys again. Show uh, it was really fun being able to go and see the movie with both you, Alma, and JP. Uh, both of you guys are are solid dudes and uh, I love what you're doing with the show and uh, hopefully one of these days I'll be able to be back on it again. (laughs) Well, you will be welcome back. Be sure of that. Right. Bro hood out. Absolutely.